I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go through our Supercoach draft review from the weekend, as we do every single week. Thank God this weekend we had our first win in, fuck, I want to say three or four weeks. It had been pretty grim with injuries to Nathan Cleary, Tommy Turbo, these sort of guys. And uh, we just had some shit weeks and made some really... Poor captaincy choices uh, over the last few weeks and whatnot. So had to wear all those, but it was very good to get back on the board. Finally, uh, I'll take you through. I'll just make sure. How many weeks is it since I've had a win? Uh, One, two, three, four. So four weeks since we've had a win. Um, To be fair, we've come up against a few big scores in uh, a couple of 900s and whatnot, but uh, we only scored above 600 in one of those games or two of those games. So, uh, yeah, obviously the buy rounds and everything sort of fucked around with us a little bit, injuries and whatnot. Uh, But I am, as I said to you guys a few weeks ago, if I can just snatch two wins while Nathan Cleary is out, I will be just fine. Uh, That was my first. I'm hoping this week will be my second because round 19, I'm already lacking a lot of players. I think I'm in a lot of trouble for that game. So I am really, really hoping uh, that this weekend I am able to win. It's going to be a close one going up against Pete, who's one of the other champions in our comp. I think he won his comp. He actually won his comp before I joined. I think I think it was 2013. It might have been the year before I joined. So, asterisk next to it. I'll let you decide that. Uh, but yeah, Pete, uh, he's had a bit of an up and down season. He uh, drafted Ryan Pappenhausen, drafted Brandon Smith. Uh, before I have a good look at his team, just my vibe on his team is that considering those two have been pretty big bed shits, uh, I think he's done pretty well, all things considered. So we'll uh, we'll get stuck into our review from last week where we played Al, uh, great fella in our comp, and we'll go through that game now. So. 
I uh, as the screen loads as per fucking usual. As soon as I want to talk about it, always good timing there. Uh, so my game on the weekend was very very tight. It came down uh, to the last few games of the week. Uh, when, when I tell you what the end score was, you'll think fuck you were home and you you were doing it easy, but it really was close for the entire weekend. To be fair to Allen, uh, he's got a lot of Canterbury Bulldogs who had the buy on the weekend, so that made life a little bit difficult for him. He's also coming last in our comp. He's had a pretty tough season as far as injury goes and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, pretty tough pill to swallow there. I think he also had Tamalolo, uh, and he had testing you as well, other guys that didn't play. So he was missing a fair few troops. Uh, let's have a look at the games from the weekend, though. The Wars 48-18 to 18 over the Dragons. My boy Jackson Forties crossed for a meaty in this one. Scored a fantastic 74 in about 68 minutes or so. Would love to see Jackson Ford get back up to that 80-minute mark, but I can cop what he's doing at the moment. Uh, my other two Dragons did very well. Jacob Little, uh, he came up with a... Did he score a try? Have a try assist? Can't remember. One of the two, but he scored 66. And then Jack DeBellin uh, just went about his work as per usual. 59. A few penalties in there and whatnot, uh, but a 59. If I can get 55 to 65 every week from JDB and he just stays on the field, that is all that I need. Uh, for Al... Zach Lomax, 52 points. Jaden Sewer, 39. Uh, so not a bad night. Uh, but yeah, obviously both those scorers were lower than mine. So I was feeling pretty confident pretty early. Uh, but he did have a few very good captain options coming. And I didn't really have any good captain options. So it was sort of going to be a balance of my probably all-round better side uh, versus Al's team who had much better captain options. Uh, guys like AJ Brimson, guys like Jerome Hughes, these guys that scared the living shit out of me heading into that weekend. So uh, we'll continue with the games. And then had the Parramatta Eels put on a big score against the Finn. Uh, for me, I had Lemuelu, who came off the bench, 32. Pretty disappointing. Uh, for Al, he had Ray Stone, who got a 33. Uh, so, you know, those two sort of, you know, crossed each other out. So I could wear that. Uh, that was the only two players from that game. I don't have any Parramatta players. Neither does Al. Smart footy there. Uh, they obviously play, they have the bye grand final week uh, in our comp. The next game, the Panthers, 20 over the Newcastle Knights, 12. Here I had Adam Elliott, 53. We'll take that. Kalen Ponga, obviously game against Penrith who weren't expecting too much, but 47, uh, not bad, but pretty shit when you consider he scored a try. I wasn't overly stoked with that. He was on about 44 after 30 minutes, so to only get 47, pretty disappointing, but KP stays conscious, which is all we really wanted this weekend. In that game, Allen had my boy Isaac Tungo, really good performance by him, 69 points. He actually had two of my boys here, Isaac Tungo and Jackson Hastings, 69 and 64, so that was a pretty good game round uh, for Al. My, two of my top players, Elliot and Ponga, kept pretty quiet, and Tungo and Hastings did pretty well. Uh, we then had the next game, the Melbourne Storm. This was the game of the week for me uh, because I didn't have any players, and uh, Alan had a few guys. He had Hughes, uh, Josh King, and Remus Smith, guys that could really hurt me. He had the VC on Jerome Hughes, who did very well. Uh, I think he scored about 86 or something like that. He had the VC on him, so he took that score, which had me had me pretty rattled because I, I had KP as my VC, who only got 47. Uh, so it definitely put Allen seemingly in the box seat. Josh King got a 60. Not quite sure how. Fuck, he gets through some work. And Remus Smith, uh, 43. You'll take that from Remus Smith. He is well and truly known for going sub 35. So 43. I think you'll take that as a Remus Smith owner. I didn't have anyone in that game, obviously. Sunday afternoon footy, we had the Broncos taking on the Gold Coast Titans. I had Katoni Staggs here. A very disappointing 25. To be fair, he did burst through at one point, set up a try for... Uh, 
uh, for Reese Walsh uh, that would have given him a 50, but it was brought back. But still, uh, didn't get the volume out of Katoni Staggs that I would like. I thought he was starting to turn a corner. But last weekend, that worried me a little bit all over again in this game. This is a big one for Al as well. He had a few players here, uh, in particular Mo Fodawaker, who just went about his work, 62. Fuck, he's a good super coach player. And AJ Brimson, who, if you said to me at the start of the week, Brimo will go from between 60 and 70, I would have said, yep, I will happily wear that. He's a guy that has the ability to go 100 plus. So Brimo, 61, I was happy to wear that. Kobe Hetherington also got a 38 for him. So I was sort of hoping that Kobe Hetherington and Staggs would just cancel each other out. Uh, but Hetherington obviously stacking on 13 more points than Staggs. So I wasn't stoked. We then had South Sydney taking on the Cowboys. And uh, this could have been a fatal decision by me. I decided to go for the captain on Campbell Graham, just thinking, fuck, Surely he'll just cross the stripe at some point. Um, good score by Campbell Graham, considering he didn't really get many attacking opportunities. 62. So that was my skipper, so 124. So as anticipated, I did give away a bit to Allen as far as captaincy went. But uh, yeah, Campbell Graham did enough for me. 124 as skipper. A very, very nervous watch with South Sydney looking like busted assholes and just no passes hitting the mark and whatnot. But I thought Campbell Graham, he probably was the one shining light in that game. Uh, we then got to... Uh, also in that game, um, who did Allen have? He had Tom Burgess, 30, and he made a really interesting call. He actually um, he dropped Al Finucan to give himself a few more points in this game. He picked up Chad Townsend, who I'm not sure what Allen's options were, to be fair, uh, but when I saw that he picked up Chad Townsend, I just went, how good. Uh, a guy not overly noted for big super coach scores. Interesting as Allen's a South Sydney fan as well. Maybe you saw this big loss coming, but even in a 25-point victory, uh, Chad Townsend with a 14. So pretty disappointing from the Chad. But unfortunately, that's sort of what you come to expect from Townsend. You run that risk. We then got to the last game of the week, the Roosters versus the Raiders. Uh, and I was down by about 250, which is never a good spot to be in with your captain already played. I needed about 50. I think I was. I think I needed 53 from each player uh, on average to win. And uh, yeah, I managed to absolutely shit in. The only one that went below 53 turned out to be Billy Smith, and he got a 43. Uh, so Seb Chris, 58. Joe Tapanay, 71. Sandon Smith, my boy. I I am loving this guy right now. 78 Supercoach points, but the king. Corey Horsburgh, big red, 87 Supercoach points. He put on an absolute show, Corey Horsburgh, 87 in about 68 minutes without any big attacking stats. He's an absolute monster. He was just offloading at will, Corey Horsburgh. Obviously, the injury to Josh Papali'i helped a lot, but still, uh, in a game I thought I was 50-50 to win, I ended up winning by about 80. So it's, uh, yeah, pretty wild how it played out. I ended up scoring 817 uh, to Allen's 737. So, Pretty happy with how that all played out. A game that uh, it was a lot closer than what the scoreline says at the end, to be fair. Uh, but to be honest with you, I couldn't give less fucks how a win came. I just needed to get one. I needed to cement myself back in that top four. It's pretty wild. I have lost four games in a row, and I don't think I've ever fallen lower than fourth or gone above fourth. So I just stayed in exactly the same spot for the whole month where I did not win a single game, which is pretty crazy. Getting a win now that puts me into the keeps me in the top four. Maybe I was fifth last week. I can't quite remember remember. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I stayed at fourth the entire time. So I hold my spot in there. And if I can just get a win this weekend, which I think I'm a big chance, uh, we'll go through that game now. But uh, I think that'll go a long way to sort of cementing me into the top four for the back end of the season, which is where we want to be. 
All right, let's have a look at our game this weekend. Uh, as we said, we're going up against Pete, who is a former champion. I believe he won his comp in 2013, just before I joined uh, our competition. But we'll go through those teams now whilst I fuck around and try and find it. As per usual with Supercoach, nothing comes easy. Um, all right, let's have a look at the games for this weekend. So the first game, we've got the Sharkies taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, interesting that none of us have, neither of us have any Sharkies. So, uh, obviously, a team that scares the living shit out of me this weekend against the Dragons. They could put on a huge score there. So, stoked that he doesn't have any Sharkies. Not stoked that I don't. I did have Teague Wilton, but I traded him away a couple of weeks ago. Dragons, though, he's got Tyrell Sloan, so I don't mind that match up there against the Sharkies. Uh, and then I've got Jack DeBellin and Jacob Little. So, hopefully, they can just get through a heap of defensive work and stack me up 55 points each. Would be more than happy to take that. The next game, we've got the Warriors taking on the South. Sydney Rabbitohs. Pete's got no one in this one. I've got Campbell Graham once again. I've also got Jackson Ford. Uh, so two of my favourites in that game. Might see a VC land on the head of one C Graham, but we'll see how it plays out. I have to check out the rest of my options. As I said, Pete's got no one in that game. We then get to the Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I have no one playing in this game. I've obviously got Nath Cleary and Zach Hosking, but it looks like neither will feature in this game. Uh, Pete... He has got... Has he got anyone in this game too? No, he doesn't. Very interesting. But on his extended bench, he does have Eli Katoa, who I don't think has been named this weekend. Oh, he's in a tough spot, Pete. He's going to be short players, I think. Uh, and, and this is where it gets to this part of the season and in really deep leagues, it gets really difficult. So he's got Eli Katoa, who is not playing this weekend. He's got Ryan Pappenhausen, who is not playing this weekend. He's got Jack Bird, who is not playing this weekend. And Brandon Smith who is also not playing this weekend. He's got Ewan Aitken as well. Is he playing this weekend? I'm not sure if he is. Uh, we'll just have a look at that quickly. Sorry, guys, going very live and raw here, as we always do, as you guys know. Now, Ewan Aitken is playing, so that's a, a little win for Pete, I guess. So Ewan Aitken will come in, uh, but still missing a number of troops. So that will make life pretty hard for him there, realistically. Uh, yeah, not ideal. But this is the way that these comps go at this time of the year. Uh, it gets pretty fucking brutal. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Melbourne Storm versus the Penny Panthers. Just making sure Eli Katoa wasn't on this team list. I'm sure he wasn't. Uh, but I just want to double-check that and make sure in case I missed him. Yeah, Trent Leary, Nelson, Asafa Solomona. Yep, okay. That's a little win for me. We will take him. I'm obviously missing troops as well between Nath Cleary. Uh, Turbo obviously gone, Hosking out. Uh, and then just to heap my guys got dropped, McGrady. Um, yeah, so... And Stilly Tupinoa out for the year as well, so we had to drop him. So not ideal, but we are able to put together 13. Uh, we'll continue with this, uh, with our run here. So Saturday, Canberra Raiders taking on the Gold Coast Titans. For me, I've got my contingent of Canberra Raiders, Horsburgh, Tapane, Sebi, Chris. Uh, and for Pete, he's got Fogarty and Hopawade. So pretty two pretty good Raiders players there. And then he's got Phil Sammy as well, who we know has a bit of an upside. But hopefully the Raiders can turn this game into a real dogfight, play it through the middle, and hopefully... I'm really looking forward to seeing Horsburgh play this weekend. Tom Flegler obviously ruled out of Origin 3. So Horsburgh knocking on the door for an Origin debut, and I think it would be fantastic uh, to see him go into the Origin arena. I'd love to see it. Uh, we then have the Cowboys and the West Tigers. I do not have anyone from this game, uh, but Pete, he's got Sean Bloor and David Clemmer, so two pretty solid guys there that will do a job. We then have the Brisbane Broncos and the Dolphins, the Wayne Bennett Cup. Uh, Pete's got a lot of guys here and some good players as well. Payne Haas, Selwyn Cobbo, Jeremy Marshall King, and the Hammer. So hopefully that's a tight, low score 
scoring a fair. I'm hoping Jeremy Marshall King coming back from injury. Hopefully he doesn't play 80. I did notice Cody Nicarima on the bench there. So hopefully he comes on and plays some hooker. Uh, Hamisa, though, obviously in incredible form at the moment. Payne Haas and Selwyn Cobbo. I'm sure they will both be out to do a job. There I've got Katani Staggs and Lemuelu. So uh, two CTWs that if they both got 40, I'd be fucking stoked with realistically. Probably the weak spot of my team at the moment. But yeah, that'll be a game that'll go a long way to deciding our contest this weekend. He'll obviously have Ewan Aitken as well, who he just hasn't got in his starting team at the moment. Mustn't be able to fit him in. Uh, and then we've got the Doggies taking on the Newcastle Knights Sunday, 2pm. Really hoping that KP can put on a show here. I've got Kalen Ponger and Adam Elliott. In this one, uh, Pete's got Matt Burton and Fitzgibbon. So we've sort of both got the two superstars in this game, Matt Burton and Kalen Ponger. So interesting to see how that one plays out. Uh, fortunately, I can actually wait and use my VC until the very end on Kalen. No, I can't. Got that wrong. Yeah, I'm going to have to make a decision before that, actually. So I'll probably go Campbell Graham into Kalen Ponga. Now, interesting, Pete, he drafted KP last year, and I don't think he was conscious for any of it. Uh, so Pete sort of cursed KP. It's interesting. I've got KP, who Pete absolutely hates, and uh, he's got Hamiso and Sloan, who I said were really shit draft picks at the start of the season, and both have turned out to be absolute weapons. Well, not Tyrell Sloan, to be fair. He's been decent, better than I expected. He's also got Jeremy Marshall King, who I had last year and love dearly. So interesting times there. And then the Roosters game, they're the last one. They take on the Manly Seagulls at Brookvale. I will have Billy Smith. I will also have Sandon Smith in that one. I've got Hutcher on my bench at the moment, but I will almost definitely swap him for someone else as the weekend gets closer. Uh, obviously, injuries and stuff I've had aren't ideal just from the perspective of my team. People in my comp have definitely had it heaps worse than me, so not complaining. Have lost Cleary and Turbo, which isn't ideal, uh, but obviously I won enough games at the start of the season to deal with that, so that's okay. Um, just got to play the waiting game until those guys are back. But that's what happens in draft comps. You lose players, you got to get the fuck on with it and deal with it, uh, and I think we're doing that pretty well. But it does give me the advantage now. I've got Hutcher on my bench, who I dropped for Satili Tupanua, um, so I, I can fuck around with Hutcher now. I just think there's a chance he might start in the seven jersey for the Chooks, uh, but I will be fucking around on the waiver wire pretty heavily. Him and Braden McGrady, who got dropped for the Dolphins this week. So, uh, two spots there that I can mess around with a little bit uh, and see which direction I want to go in. So, exciting times. I do my favourite part of draft is fucking around with the waiver wire. So, really looking forward to that challenge of who we can find over the next few weeks. Hopefully, we found a hidden gem in little Sandon Smith. That'll be really handy. Obviously, dual position guy, halfback 5'8". So, when uh, Nathan Cleary does return, it would allow us to play him at 5'8 and KP at fullback, which would solve one problem because it would allow me to move Seb Chris back into my CTWs. So uh, it's always it's like a game of chess. Giraffes, Supercoach drafts, there's always things going on. You've got to manage, put out fires and all that sort of shit. That's why it is the best form of Supercoach by far and away, in my opinion. So facing a couple of challenges at the moment. But I'll tell you what, if we can get a win this weekend, that will take a lot of pressure off, and then we can sort of start planning for finals. Nath will return, and we'll be back into full swing. Granted. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
We've lost Tommy Turbo, a really, really big loss. But as I said last week, really looking forward to the challenge of trying to win this comp, even though I lost Tommy Turbo. Probably the biggest challenge you can face realistically. Thankfully, I have got Nath Cleary. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how many people could lose Tommy Turbo to an injury in a 14-man comp and find a way to win it. So, yeah, looking forward to that challenge. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, really good times in the draft comp. Good to get a win, and we're starting to heat up for finals times, which is uh, where it all matters. And we've got a couple of things to sort out as well. So probably the first 10 or 12 weeks of the season, a little bit boring because we didn't have any problems or anything. Smooth sailing now. It was good to have a couple of challenges, but I've probably got a few too many now. So keen to see how we handle it. Keen to see where we end up. And fingers crossed. We can get a W this weekend against Petey Boy because it would be a very big one as far as the context of my season goes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 